Hello, friend. We often feel hesitant to set priorities because we feel that once we choose this one thing over the other, it automatically makes it more important, right? And especially when it comes to prioritizing work over life or life over work, this choice seems to be impossible to make or it causes feelings of guilt and shame. And then we force ourselves to an impossible task to do everything at once. Why impossible? Because if you think about it, you're just one person. You only have one head, two hands. And as soon as you pick one task, you automatically postpone everything else. It's just how it works. And it is okay. And what is more, in situations when everything gets thrown at you all at once, and when everything is equally important, it becomes very clear that the correct question is not what is more important, but what is more important right now. My name is Olena Maitrak, and this is another page of the Bravery Handbook. Let's flip it together. I was very much looking forward to this vacation. The year started off very busy, and by February, both Kevin and myself were already ready for some time off. With kids, you know, you have to plan all of your vacations around school breaks. And thankfully, spring break was coming up soon, so we decided to spend it in Los Angeles. We really wanted to kill several birds with one stone with that trip. First, that winter in Houston happened to be rather cold and gloomy, and so we all could use some of the Californian sunshine. Also, Kevin wanted to see some of his LA-based clients. We were hoping to catch up with some of our friends. And Kevin's mom lived there. So we were going to rent a villa in a nice beach resort and spend a few days together as a family. I was already envisioning lots of hiking and walking on the beach and just rest in general. Here is what it was supposed to look like. We would fly in on Sunday and drop off Dasha at Kevin's mom. Me and Kevin would stay at the hotel in downtown for three nights. This way we would be able to work half day on Monday. Then Kevin would take his clients out to dinner on Monday night. On Tuesday we'd hang out with our friends and then have a date night. And then on Wednesday we would reunite with the family and spend the next four days enjoying the Californian coast. What a nice plan. And it was only a few weeks away. But soon the first disappointment came in. We checked the weather forecast in LA and it was not good. It was going to be raining and in the 50s all week. Not the weather you're expecting. Seriously, we can get it here at home in Houston. Well, whatever, no big deal. But then on Thursday, two days before we were supposed to get on a plane, a huge issue popped up at work for me. Something got completely out of control on one of my projects and I sort of committed myself to solving this problem. Side note. It took eight months to fully solve this problem. So I was pretty naive, hoping I'd solve it quickly. But I didn't know it back then. I worked late that Thursday and then Friday. And at that point, I was starting to seriously worry that I would have to work quite a bit the following week. When I told Kevin about it, he said he would likely have to work more than just half day on Monday as well. What a bummer. Our trip is quickly losing its vacation vibes. But I was trying to stay hopeful. So we fly to LA, and when we land, the weather is miserable. It's cold and it's pouring rain. So after we drop off Dash at Kevin's mom, we are pretty much stuck indoors for the rest of the weekend. We cannot even really go out to dinner, so we eat at the hotel restaurant. 
Then Monday comes, Kevin goes to the office and I get to work from the hotel room. The day flies by. It is already 7 p.m. and I'm still working. I'm trying so hard to figure out what to do with this issue. But so far, things have only been getting worse. The client is waiting for an update. They demand a mitigation plan. And I wish I could correct it myself. But the problem is I need to engage a lot of different people and not all of them are really trying to cooperate. Very frustrating. So I'm sitting at the desk in the hotel room and messaging my colleagues, trying to define the path forward. My phone buzzes. I ignore it. 30 seconds later, it starts buzzing again and again, nonstop. You know, my daughter has this pretty annoying habit. She will text someone. And then if she doesn't get a response immediately, and I mean immediately, she will keep texting. So I already know it's her before I even look at the text messages. I open my messaging app and see 10 messages from her. Mom, 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 where are you? I want to be on vacation. We are all supposed to be on vacation. Why do you and dad work all the time? Mom, mom. Oh, I don't have energy to deal with this right now. But this buzzing is driving me nuts. So I start texting her back. I haven't even finished my text when a message from my husband pops up on the screen. As you remember, he's having dinner with his clients. And his text says, This dinner is so screwed up. I so want it to be over. What? I mean, what? What does it even mean? What happened? I have no idea what is going on, but this doesn't sound good. I forget that I was texting my daughter and I started typing a response to my husband. I need to make sure he's okay. Another buzz. Mom, mom, respond to me. I see that you read my messages and that you were typing. Okay, stop. This is too much. It's just too much. I am just one person. I only have two hands and one head. And this head is about to explode right now because of all these texts and all these clashing priorities. I need to calm down. I close my eyes and take a deep, slow breath in. And another one. And one more. I keep breathing with my eyes closed, trying not to pay attention to my phone buzzing until I start to feel that my heart rate slowed down a bit. Okay, I feel better now. I can think straight again. So, what have we got? I grab a pen and a notebook and write down three things that require my immediate attention. One, I need to figure out what to do with this work issue. Two, I need to make sure my husband is okay. Three, I need to text my daughter and calm her down. Okay, but what do I need to take care of first? I choose to text Kevin. The rest can wait. I send him a text and he responds in a few minutes. It sounds like someone did something rude at the dinner. Okay, that's bad, but it's not life-threatening bad. A few more texts back and forth to comfort him and to let him know that I'll be here to listen once he gets back to the hotel. Okay, now I need to get back to Dasha. She probably already lost hope that I would ever respond to me because my phone is not even buzzing anymore. But first, another deep breath. 
I write a long text to Dasha explaining why I have to work, why it is very important, how much me and dad love her, and how much we look forward to spending time together later in the week. I try to make my text as loving as possible. I know she's frustrated. All right, now I need to do something about this goddamn work issue. And here is the problem. It's not just today that I have spent the whole day working instead of half a day as I planned. I will also need to work tomorrow and on Wednesday because on Thursday we need to get back to the client with a plan. So here is the main choice I need to make right now. Do I say, screw it, I am unavailable and let my colleagues handle it? Or do I drive this conversation on Thursday as well as everything that will lead to it meaning that I accept the fact that my vacation is officially ruined. So what is more important? No, this is not the right question. Because it's all important. Both my family and my work are important. Here's the better question. What is more important this week? Yes, I did look forward to this vacation so much. But I also take pride and responsibility in the work I do. And I am the right person to take charge of this situation. It is my job, after all. And I cannot fail. It's not even about failing others. It's about failing myself, my integrity. I need to get it fixed. Right now, this week, work is really more important than my vacation, unfortunately. The decision was made, and it made me feel better. Even though my vacation was indeed ruined, I felt good. I felt proud of myself for making an intentional choice and for knowing exactly why I chose what I chose. But also, you know what? As soon as that Thursday's meeting with the client was over, I did say, screw it, I am unavailable. And I spent the rest of Thursday and all of Friday with my family. Because now, family time was more important. And so I chose it. Thank you for being with me today as I flip another page of the Bravery Handbook. I would absolutely love to hear all about how you liked today's story and what you're taking away from it. Leave a review and let me know. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram and join Bravery Circle, a free space where we learn to embrace who we are, maximize our time and energy, and shine in both career and motherhood, as well as any other life endeavor that we choose to pursue. Until next time.